Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Under the Sun podcast with Mason. I hope everybody is having an amazing day or night or weekend or whatever it may be whenever you're listening to this. I hope that the audio sounds good as well because I'm currently having some technical difficulties with the uh, with the mic setup. So if it goes in and out, just know we're uh, we're making it work with what we got. So yeah, so that could be the reason. I also, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that I was talking about how the anchor uh, the anchor site only lets you record up to five minutes in the Safari, which makes no sense. Um, and Safari being uh, like Apple's search engine, not like the African Safari or anything like that. But the uh, if you do Google Chrome, it lets you record up to 30 minutes, which is which is a bet, which is what I'll be doing from now on, just because. Uh, yeah, that, that is what's that is what's going to work best. So hopefully the audio isn't too crazy. I'm having to like kind of hold up hold up the little thing that keeps your your face away from the mic so that you're not like screaming into it basically so it doesn't it doesn't like uh like hurt your ears or anything like that but yeah so anyways welcome to to this week's episode we've got a kind of a story uh a pretty long story time actually and we're just going to be talking about the story of how my gym story, basically, we're going to be talking about my gym story, which is how I started going to the gym, how long I've been at the gym, what my numbers look like in the gym, and just just everything around that. Um, so yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know, I go to the gym every single day. I've been doing this for, for quite a while now. I've been on multiple different training splits. I've been through multiple different seasons for different sports. Um, But now being that I'm no longer um, in any sports, involved in any sports, I just am a a casual gym goer, I guess. So I kind of want to give it from the the perspective of an athlete um, before now and then from how it is now. So I've always been a very, a very active person. I've always been somebody who's, who's working out, who's running, who's, uh, just, just always been athletically gifted. And so this all started my kind of athletic career kind of started in, um, seventh grade. Whenever I started playing football for the first time, I started playing running track for the first time. And these were all, um, these just all kind of, all right, we're going to have to cut that out, cut that out. Yeah. So this was the first time that I was introduced to, to organized sports. And so I had, had, what am I trying to say here, bro? What am I trying to say? So this was the first time that I was introduced to organized sports and football and track would become my my main sports would become the main thing that that I played throughout middle school and into high school and so I had just always been active always been doing something 
I had gone through seasons of training for football and for track, but track was mostly just running, obviously, because of the sport it is, and not so much in the weight room, not so much weight room intensive as football was. So football, um, we would do like specific, I, I don't even know what the split was called, honestly. I don't even know what split we were running, but it was, we would do legs twice a week and arms twice a week, I'm pretty sure. And it was, it was actually a good, a good split. I feel like we were getting good. Uh, we were working out our muscles really good. Please ignore the fact that I just said working out our muscles really good. Uh, yeah, honestly, just that's just a terrible, a terrible way to say that. And there was room for growth in that. It just, I think my diet wasn't there. I don't think I was consuming enough of the macro and micronutrients that I should have been in order to get the, get the growth that I'm seeing now. So in high school, I was around 150-ish for most of, for most of high school, 150 to 155. I'm talking about pounds, uh, 150 to 150 pounds. I mean, 150 to 155 pounds, of course. Never really got up over 155 in high school. And so I was always pretty skinny. And then football wasn't really putting on that much weight to me. Um, my weight would always stay the same from sophomore year all the way up to senior year. My weight was the same. And my numbers in the Honestly, my numbers in the weight room didn't really change that much as far as my maxes. The first time that we maxed in high school was sophomore year. And um, I did, I'm trying to think, on squat, I did like 325. On bench, I did, um, what did I do on bench? On bench, I think I did 195, 185, something like that. And so those were both really good. I was always very strong for for my weight and for where I was in school, um, considering that I played defensive back. So a lot of the so traditionally the strongest people were supposed to be the the bigger guys like the linemen and the linebackers and stuff like that. And not really a DB. You wouldn't you wouldn't really think a DB was was putting up some of the most weight in the program, but. Um, yeah, so I was so I was pretty strong as it was. And then I um and then I just I, I never really added on much weight to those. My squat went up from to senior year, my max squat was like four twenty-five, which is really impressive for my weight, and it's something that I would not be able to hit right now, just because that's not what I focus on. That's not what I have a heavy focus on. And my bench was 220. Never, never hit two plates in high school. And so I did, I did put on weight. It was just I wasn't putting on physical weight to my to my body weight. I was putting on weight onto the bar. And I think if I would have had the proper nutrition, if I would have had the proper recovery and all of that, I would have definitely put on a lot more body weight in high school. And I would have been able to throw around the numbers that I'm throwing now because I've only at this current moment, 
which is um, what is today, which is November the 8th, 2021. I have only been lifting for around a year now, for probably a year and a month. Um, um, what's the word? Com- uh, consistently lifting for about a year and a month now. So I'm still very much, um, I'm still very much new into the into my fitness journey, and I still have a, a long way to go and a lot more muscle to put on, but. Yeah, so in high school, I just, I really feel like I kind of left a lot out there and I could have definitely put on a lot more muscle mass and a lot more body weight if I was focused on the right things and if I had the proper nutrition and all of that and just kind of done some more research on what it was that, that I needed to do to get me there. So after high school, I was in my first year of college and for about the first month of being here, I wasn't really at the gym. I was just kind of running. Um, oh, the summer before high school or the summer before college. Let's let's actually go back. So the summer before college was when lockdown hit, when quarantine hit, all of that. And so I was I was I made it kind of a kind of a very important thing to me to work out a lot more than I normally would just because I didn't have anything else to do. So I know a couple of the things I did was I did the Murph challenge, which is, I forget what it is exactly, but it's 30 days of like of, um, like two miles, um, like 200 push-ups, 300 squats, uh, like 200 sit-ups or something like that. That's what I had done. I know it's supposed to be pull-ups, but I didn't have a, anywhere I could do pull-ups, so I switched out for sit-ups. And I had done that for... The 30 days um, was like charting my times, all of that. Um, And I really did improve. And during that time, I was doing abs uh, two or three times a day. So my core had gotten really strong. My body weight had honestly fallen a lot because I wasn't doing heavy weight training. And I wasn't monitoring what I was eating because I was doing um, kind of a diet where there was no, no snacks in between meals at all. So even whenever my body needed it, I was I was kind of starving myself, um, not in like a dramatic way or a drastic way, just because like I was never like that conscious of my weight. It was just I felt like, OK, if I don't really need to eat right now, then I can wait until dinner. And it wasn't ever like if I was starving, starving, like I would go get something to eat, obviously. But I was just I would just try to avoid um try to avoid eating any snacks or anything like that in between meals as much as I could, just because I knew a lot of my nutrients and a lot of the things that I really needed were coming from my main, my main meals, which were breakfast or not even breakfast, which were lunch and dinner. So I did things like that during the summer of quarantine. And then I eventually went into, um, into my first semester of college, which was definitely a big switch. Like college is a huge transition for anything. And that also includes um, uh, fitness and exercise and all of that, as well as, I mean, it's just a completely different lifestyle. So you have to get used to what works for you, especially if you, if you live somewhere like I did, which was a dorm where you don't have like a gym and you don't have that much space to do anything. 
Whereas now I have a townhome, so I have I have plenty of space and um, amenities like a, a gym in my in my complex. So it's definitely a lot easier now. But um, yeah, in college for about the first month, I wasn't really in the gym like that. I wasn't in the weight room. I was strictly running and and doing abs and just trying to keep my physique, trying to keep the the training that I had already developed during summer so i kept doing that while also living in a dorm another thing is you don't have any stove you don't have any um we had a mini fridge and a microwave so you use your imagination for what we could cook with that and um so getting your protein in getting chicken getting ground beef getting whatever it is that you want to you want to eat as your main protein source or meal prepping or anything like that. All things that I do now weren't easy back then and were honestly things that I didn't do until now. Um, just because it wasn't available to me, it wasn't, it wasn't anywhere that I could cook my food that I had gotten. So it, it just wasn't a, wasn't an option then, but yeah, I didn't start my, my, um, I didn't start lifting consistently until about late October-ish to, yeah, about late October, mid to late October of 2020. And um, so I had started then, I had started going my, with my roommate that I that I lived with at that time. And we were just doing the bro split, which is, for anybody that doesn't know, the bro split is a specific muscle group each day of the week spread out over six days. So if I remember correctly, it is, you would do like back Monday, chest Tuesday, biceps Wednesday, triceps Thursday, and legs Friday or something like that. And then you would just uh, repeat it. Um, And then like shoulders uh, on Saturday or something like that. So we were doing that for probably the first, I did that until about December. And then once I got to January, I had talked to a couple people in the, in the fitness space, talked to a couple people that had been in the weight room for longer than I had. And I got put on to doing push pull legs, which is combining two muscle groups into one day and then repeating it over the week. So this is also a six day split and um, push pull legs is Monday is chest and tries, Tuesday is back and buys, Wednesday is legs and shoulders and then repeat it for the next three days. And then Sunday is a, is a recovery day or whatever you choose to do with Sunday. A lot of times I wouldn't take recovery days just because I feel like my, my body was getting enough recovery so I would do um, like I would do cardio that day. I would do abs that day. I would do any muscle group that didn't really that I feel like I didn't um, hit very hard during the week. I would do that. And then for. So I did that until let's see, when did I do that? I did that. I did that for quite a while, actually. I did that all the way up until this summer when I saw a TikTok for somebody else doing a push pull legs mixed with Arnold split, which is 
a different split. I don't know what, what the rest of the days are for Arnold split, but the way that I do it is I do push-pull legs for the first three days and then the Arnold split for the second three days. And I saw a bunch of people in the comments. I saw multiple different um, like Reddit uh, forums and conversations about how this had worked for other people. So this was this was something that I was like, well, I might as well give it a try, give it a shot, because I've I'm seeing it work for other people. So surely if I if I remain consistent and just put my effort into this, it'll work out. Um, so I go into that and the split that I was doing was push pull legs for the first three days. So that's chest and tries, back and buys, legs and shoulders. And then the second three days was chest and back, um, arms, which is buys, tries, and shoulders. And then Saturday is legs. So just completely legs. Um, so the pros of doing the Arnold split were just that you would get a much better, you would hit like for arms doing buys, tries, and shoulders all in one day is basically just murdering your arms and giving a whole day to legs is basically murdering your legs. So that's, that's something that, that, um, I mean, if you want to see growth, you, you have to push yourself into things like that. You have to work your arms and you have to work your legs. Um, and I feel like that's just, that's just how growth happens. That's how it's, how it's going to happen. You can't just do, um, the bro split where you're doing just biceps one day and then that's it where you have a 30 minute workout, just biceps. Whereas now my workouts have gone from being 30 minutes on the bro split to being an hour to an hour and a half usually. And um, like some people would say like, Oh, an hour and a half, that's too long to work out. Like your muscles are getting fatigued and stuff like that. But the way that I do it is I'll do four exercises for each muscle group or for each, yeah, for each muscle group. So for biceps, I'll do four bicep exercises. For triceps, I'll do four tricep exercises and and just things like that. And then for legs, the only thing that's different is legs, which I'll do usually like three hamstring exercises, three quad exercises, two calf exercises, three whole leg exercises, like, like stuff like that, um, like explosive movements as well. And those will just kind of kind of blend into legs overall. And that's what that's what makes up legs overall. So that and that's what I'm I'm still doing to this day. And I've seen whenever I was doing the bro split, the max that I hit um, on bench was 215, which is about what I was hitting in high school anyways. So I didn't notice any any type of improvement on that. But um, I just thought of something I had to say. I had to say because, oh, one kind of unpopular thing that I've chose to do is completely eliminate focus on legs. So legs is just basically kind of, kind of just a, um, you, you just do it for the day. You don't. I'm not really pushing to get to put on heavy weight. I'm just trying to maintain exactly where I'm at. I'm not trying to see any growth in my legs. I'm not trying to see any performance growth, any performance gains, anything like that um, in my legs specifically. 
just because I'm not so much focused on that right now because I feel like in the past that's exactly what I've been focused on too much so to where I was squatting 425 pounds which 425 pounds at 150 body weight is a lot and um so now the most the most I've squatted in probably the last couple months is maybe 240 so almost half of that is what I'm is what I'm squatting now almost half of my max is what I'm squatting now um and I feel like that just keeps me at a good place with where my legs are at and it keeps me able to maintain what my legs look like right now and and how I'm able to perform with them in the weight room um but what I've mainly been focusing on is chest and bench my bench max and I've seen a tremendous amount of growth in my bench max through through changing these these splits and through running new splits and so my my bench from um from the first semester of of college my max was 215 and then second semester I was able to hit 225 and then I believe I got up to like 230 I think so I got up to 230 and then in the summer, I saw the most growth of my, whenever I first started doing the push-pull legs and the Arnold split, the mix, I saw the most growth in my bench. And I went from doing 235 to doing 260 coming out of summer. And then now where I'm at in November, so about two to three months out of summer, I'm hitting 275. I'm able to hit 275 as a max. And on a good day, I feel like I could probably hit 280, 285. Um, and the only difference that I think I've seen in one of the differences that I think can account for that is my body weight. My body weight has gone from um, about 155 to 160 last year to now I'm at a steady 165. And I feel comfortable. I feel healthy at this at this uh, body weight that I'm at right now. I feel like I definitely could go down a little bit, probably to about 162 to 163 and stay in that region, stay in that zone. And that would be something that's comfortable and safe for me and healthy. But where I'm at right now, I feel like I'm, I'm healthy. Right now, I'm at about 12.5% body fat um, with, I think, 138 uh, pounds of muscle. Um, of muscle mass looking just looking at my uh, scales uh, just looking at my scales um, like information that it provides me with every time that that I weigh in um, and one more thing one thing that I do need to stay consistent about is uh, weighing in every morning on an empty stomach and then weighing in at the end of the day just to see just to be able to measure my weight and see where I'm at um, because that is something that I don't do. It's something that I'll do if I remember, and I, I definitely need to change that um, just so I can get a get a good gauge of where my weight is each day. Um, so yeah, I've seen I've definitely seen the most growth in that. I've seen the most growth in my in my my natural physique. In looking at me, I can see that I've definitely put on a lot of muscle mass. Um, a lot more definition than I than I had last year. Last year, I feel 
at this time, just looking at like memories through Snapchat and stuff like that that pop up, I definitely have put on a lot more weight and my muscles are a lot more defined now. My body's a lot more toned. Whereas this time last year, it wasn't like that. And I was, I was a lot skinnier than I was um, or than I am now. Um, so yeah, just that's, that's pretty much been the journey. Um, I plan to continue, um, to be in the weight room every day. I plan to continue to, uh, keep putting on weight in, in bench and not so much focused on legs, but I feel like there is a day that will come where I do focus a lot more on legs. And overall right now, I would say the biggest shift that I'm trying to make and the biggest, the biggest change in my fitness, um, in my fitness journey, is just training more towards the the athlete spectrum, training more to be an athlete and not so much to be a power lifter or a bodybuilder or anything like that. Because I know with these splits, it's it's easy to get caught up in the um, like bodybuilding category and powerlifting category, where you're just trying to put on as much muscle mass as possible. You're focused on putting on size and not so much um, like physical capabilities um, and athletic capabilities. So I definitely do want to want to put in a little bit more effort into the performance side and the athletic side by doing more dynamic movements and um, incorporating more explosive movements into my workouts just because I know that that training like an athlete is what I'm I'm trying to gear my body more towards and what my physique is is what I'm trying to lean on um, and not so much the bodybuilder or the powerlifter uh, physique. So that's that's pretty much my my journey in the gym, my gym journey. And I'm trying to think if there's anything anything else. I right now I would say I'm eating close to 3000 calories with my maintenance being around 2700. So so that kind of ties back into to where I said like there's definitely room for me to to cut down a little bit and to get my weight a little bit lower just because I'm eating above my maintenance right now. But I feel like just with where I'm at that's uh I feel healthy and I feel good and I feel like my body is producing well in the gym and, and just in everyday life um, to a point where I don't really need to, to focus on, on cutting any calories right now. Whereas maybe next going into the summer and during the spring, I might, I might decide to, to cut calories a little bit, but with where I'm at right now, I feel like I'm, I'm at a good place in getting my macros in. I'm focused on getting protein and getting proper amounts of protein just so that I can see that muscle growth and just so my body feels good. Um, I meal prep every week now. Um, every day of the week, I have it I have it all planned out with uh, a main source of, of protein and rice and vegetables just in, in every meal that I have. So that I'm able to, because I feel like my body runs the most efficiently whenever I'm, whenever I have that balanced diet and whenever I have that balanced nutrition. So I feel like that's what my body responds best to. So I'm gonna keep keep doing that, and um, hopefully I'll continue to see the the growth and the gains 
in the gym that that I've seen over this last uh, over these past really six months. Really, my gym gym journey, gym story, kind of summed up into into uh, what is this about a thirty minute episode? But um, I would answer some questions right now, but I don't really have any. So, so um, yeah, I'm I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that should be noted in this. Right now, I walk about twenty thousand steps a day, which is something that I've that I've focused on. Um, just because I prefer to walk everywhere, like I'll walk to my classes, I'll walk to the gym every day. I don't really prefer to drive, um, just because I, I like getting outside. I like, um, yeah, just just being in the sun, getting in the the exercise that it takes to to get to the places that I'm going. Um, and I don't I don't see that changing anytime soon. So I feel like that's something that also helps me kind of keep. Uh, keep my core strong and um yeah other than that though i'm just i'm kind of kind of just just doing the same thing in the gym right now i do like to change it up a little bit though in the future like i had mentioned about about um training more towards a performance athlete and like an athlete instead of a, a power lifter or bodybuilder but that will come with time, and and right now where I'm at, I feel like it's not it's not hurting me to train like I do, or it's not molding me into a big bulky a big bulky powerlifter or anything like that. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up the episode here. I think that I pretty much said everything. If anybody has any questions, go ahead and leave them in the comments or send me a DM on Instagram, which is at m.swifty. And just let me know any comments. Let me know any any comments for future episodes. I appreciate all the support and all of the love that, that I'm getting on these. And I definitely will keep with these and, and keep posting. If there's any stories or anything, any topics that y'all would prefer that I talk about in the future, just go ahead and let me know. Like I said, DM or comment or anything like that. Um, I definitely appreciate all the support. And I'll continue to continue to be on my grind with these. So thank you guys for everything. I hope that y'all uh, really did enjoy this this episode. And I will be I'll be back to you on the next on the next podcast. So thank y'all for for the support. And I'll see y'all next time on Under the Sun podcast with Mason. Okay, protect your ears if you're gonna continue to listen. There is a a mic check at the end, and it is pretty loud. So this is your fair warning. If you have headphones in, uh, this is your headphone warning. Mic check, mic check. Uh, This might sound a little bit loud. Here, I'm going to talk quiet and get close to the mic. So basically, without the mic shield thing that I was talking about earlier that that keeps my face away from it, it would basically sound like this the whole time. And I don't, I don't think that sounds very good. And I think that's pretty loud in everybody's ears. So I would, <laughs> yeah. So basically that's why, that's what I was talking about in the beginning. But anyways, thank you for, for all the support. And I'll be, I'll be bringing y'all a new podcast soon enough. Thank you.